Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. Remember that story about Cindy you-know-who? When her Christmas was stolen, she knew what to do. Why, Santa Claus? Why? But what if I said that's not how it went down? You gonna be okay? Because we can turn around right now. No. That poor girl. Her mother was killed in a mine snake. Did you ever find the Christmas killer? Never got a reliable description of the man. go through another Christmas killer thing. Not again. Us folks down in Newville, we liked Christmas a lot. But that thing that lives just north of Newville does not. What is it? The mean one. He's slippery. He's elusive. He's a mean one, that mister. I'm not going to be a victim anymore. Time to roast this beast. This was supposed to be released two days ago when the embargo lifted, but I unfortunately fell ill. Um, Dean is in his recovery week of, uh, you know, not having any events or anything going on uh, for the remaining of the year. So he's taking a week off to kind of recoup and gather himself so that way next week everything will be nice and fresh and... um he can he can jump on on all these and we can get a structured layout together um to make sure that things are going to be coming out in a timely fashion because i know last month i want to say our release schedules have been a bit whack um mainly because of work schedules or um dean not being able to make things which you know it happens life happens he runs a he runs a business he has his own business he has to run so he has to make time for that and he has these events He's growing his business, and um, I'm also helping him on that as much as I possibly can. Um, so I just wanted to give a little update to everybody on that end of the podcast. Because I know um, you've missed a lot of things um, that have came out that I would have loved to have reviewed um, and talked about with him. And this was going to be one of them, but uh, considering he has been, you know, very exhausted and he's been trying to 
you know, get back uh, to at least 100% or, well, let's not say at least 100%, we'll say at least like 90%, make sure he's well rested and whatnot. Um, and also he is in the UK, so we have a five hour time difference. But today we are going to be talking about the mean one. Um, Ted actually sent us a screener for this one, and this is a movie I was looking forward to when I interviewed David Howard Thornton earlier this year. I want to say it was about in around August, I want to say, um, or maybe even June. It might have been June, June or August. Um, one of those is when um, he kind of hinted to me and obviously our audience that he was going to be in a Christmas horror movie. Um, and it was going to represent a certain mean one. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> Sorry guys, I might be coughing and whatnot. I might still sound a little stuffed up. But um, most of our audience would have you know, gathered um, all the information and been like, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, I know exactly where this is going. And it's here. It is now in early released um, theaters. And Regal's, it's a Regal exclusive in theater um, film. Uh, we got a screener for it because I wasn't sure if it was going to be released to Regal's around me. And it finally just popped into some of them for next week, um, which I will be going to support this film in the theaters, just like I did with Terrifier. Um, we want to support these indie films as much as possible and to really highlight the indie filmmaking community and um, just that whole sphere of indie filmmakers because you know they're doing a lot of things that hollywood isn't um and we need to support them and let them know that we want more of that stuff so i guess without further ado i will go and tell you about who's in this film um i'm not going to go into too much spoilers or anything like that i'm going to loosely touch on some things that um that i really liked about this film um, and then we can kind of just leave it off that because I, I want to keep this relatively short so everybody can go out and watch this in the theaters and make sure that if you have a regal near you that you're going to check this out. Um, there's multiple showings. Um, so this is kind of like on the same scale as Terrifier 2, but just a little bit bigger because this is already planned to do multiple weekends and multiple time slots. Um, so please go grab your tickets for The Mean One. Okay. So first off, this is directed by Stephen Lamonte. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Everybody knows I am awful with names. Um, and it was actually um, written by, I, I believe, two, their, their brothers, um, Finn um, Cobbler and Flip Cobbler. And Flip actually stars in this film. And um, he, he has a really, really, really cool role. Um, I, I love his acting on screen. But... Um, as we all know, the I want to I don't want to say this in in like a, I don't know in a, in a in a bad way, but I feel like this is a movie everybody's going to see because David Howard Thornton is in it. And um, yeah, I mean I was definitely um, one of them until I started you know seeing the trailers and seeing okay, so some of these people look like they have some pretty good acting chops. And also I wanted to see David in a different costume or in a different role other than art um so he's like the highest build um person on here i would say and um rightfully so 
because he's just a tour de force right now in the horror um, movies and community and sphere and everything. He's just blowing up everywhere. <coughs> and he, of course, plays the mean one. They don't really say the Grinch because this is a parody. Um, if you try to you know, use anything from a Dr. Seuss book um, word for word or even like use his name, you're going to be paying out royalties and, and, and whatnot to them. So they were trying to steer clear as, as far away from that as possible. So the names have been changed. Um, not a lot of people have last names. Um, the town's obviously been changed. The setting has been changed. It's more in like real world, like our world. It's not like in a snowflake far away or wherever it may be. Um, and then we have, um, oops. Chris Lee Martin, who plays Cindy, Amy Shoemaker, who plays the mayor, the narrator, who does a great, great job, is Christopher Sanders, um, uh, Chase Millens, who plays Officer Burke, who is really, really good, and then we have Flip, who plays Lou, um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else I really want to highlight, I feel like they're, oh, yeah, so, um, John, um, Bigham, who plays Doc, um, who... Who does a great great job so those are like the big big uh, names in this film um i don't know if there's a budget out for this right now let me let me take a very very quick look um i should have brought down all these notes um earlier but you know me i like to do everything right on the spot um do 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 sometimes they don't get a budget until after at least the first weekend um, is done so yeah it doesn't look like we have one right now um but yeah it's it's a really really fun film it's um it's definitely not what i was expecting it to be i guess i was expecting it to be like set on a snowflake and um you know everybody's in makeup that looks like who's and whatnot you don't really get any of that. You get real life people and sort of real life situations, <laughs> sort of. Um, the intro is um, kind of what you would see in uh, the Dr. Seuss um, movies. I think both of them is like when Cindy's going down, see Santa Claus, but then it's not Santa Claus, but you don't see Santa Claus's face. This is like the first scene of the movie. So I'm not really spoiling anything. First scene in the movie. And um, she goes down the stairs, and she hands Santa Claus a necklace, and then um, her mother comes down, like, screams at him and says, what a monster, and beats the hell out of him. Um, so she kind of uh, relives this trauma throughout her life, and then about 20 years later, where um, Sydney and Lou, her father, go back to Newville, but instead of Whoville, it's Newville, um, which I think was really, really clever. And she has to go. You kind of let go. They're going to sell the house because her um, therapist and psychiatrist think it's a good idea to go and finally get closure. Which, I mean, you know, that, that speaks up on a lot of things in everybody's lives. Like, closure is a great thing to have um, if if you have something that, that warrants closure, you know. Um, so for her to go back and really be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do that um they go and do it but as soon as they enter the town they get pulled over by officer burke and um they have a they have like um you know like the reindeer get up that you have on the cars 
see people driving around in. He comes over and um, he says that the town, um, they don't do that kind of stuff and they have to take it off. Uh, I guess it's been quote unquote banned or that the town folk just don't want to do that anymore. And um, you kind of scratch your head like, why? Like, even though you've seen, um, you know, or even like read like um, how the Grinch stole Christmas and whatnot, um, you're still kind of scratching your head. It's like, okay, where is this going? And um, I don't want to go into too much detail about all these scenes. I just want to highlight some of the beginning ones and um, some of the, the cool shots that that really happened. And I do have to say, this movie is very beautiful. It's very low budget. It's It has such a low budget feel that it's very charming to me, at least. Um, you can tell that they, I'm not going to say cut corners, but they had to do what they had to do for certain lighting and effects. And you'll know what I'm talking about when you, when you see the movie. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of one certain effect that you're like, oh, okay, okay. But then when you realize that it's low budget film then you kind of um you kind of know that's what you're going to be getting yourself into um especially since it's a parody um movie you're not really going to expect a lot of people to throw in um a lot of dough on a parody film um but for this to be in theaters and, and um kind of come to the mainstream uh that's an achievement in its own and you know that's that's great Everybody who's a part of this film and who helped get this um, out there and created and put into theaters, like, thank you for doing so. Because now I want to see more parody horror films, you know, um, of anything. Because I, if you can do it with The Grinch, you can do it with anything, man. And um, I guess the next thing I really want to highlight is David Howard Thornton, Get Up. How the Grinch looks. Um, this isn't really a spoiler because there's a bunch of stills and stuff out with it showing his face and his costume. I'm not spoiling anything for anybody, but man, it looks just like Jim Carrey um, out of Grinch Stole Christmas. And um, damn, gr great job on the on the uh, makeup and special effects department because yeah, and David. He he really um he turns the tables a lot with this. It's not an art performance. It's more like art's very um comical. He has a lot of comical stuff to him. But the Grinch there's a little bit more with what he does. Like there's a, a part when he's like I don't know, um sneaking around or they, they kind of um take apart from I think it's in the cartoon and in the live action how the Grinch stole Christmas when he's like on the floor and his fingers are like, and his toes are going across the board to be, um, you know, quiet. It's it's so funny. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And there's actually a lot of really cool kills, even though it's kind of um, uh, hidden by some special effects, um, CGI. But you know, that's that's okay because the just the movie itself is is very fun. It's only an hour and like 32 minutes, 34 minutes. So it hits that, that sweet that sweet spot, you know, um, of what everybody likes as a movie, about an hour and a half, so 90-minute film. Very, very fun. Um, and 
there's there's a lot of really cute moments in here. There's you know romance. There's there's heartbreak. There's um, a lot of comedic moments. Like Doc, he is so funny. Like I think he has to be my favorite character um, out of this whole movie because of how fucking funny he is and just how he is on screen. He like dominates the screen. Um, and you you'll you'll know why when you um, see it. It's such a good film. Um, for it being so low budget, people knock um, low budget films for it being low budget. But there's a lot of heart. Um, you can tell from this film the people who made this. You can tell that they loved it, and um, everybody should love it too. Give it a chance. Um, I've watched it two or three times and each time has been better than the last and I really want to see this on the big screen not gonna lie because there's a lot of cool sound design that goes into this film as well um, with you hearing things everywhere because I was watching it with headphones on there's a lot of s spatial audio that I, I really really like that doesn't really happen too much in films everything seems to be right in front of you like it sounds like that's where it's coming from but um, not this film there's a there's a lot of spatial audio that, that happens. Um, also, some of the set designs are really, really cool. Um, how they designed, um, you know, um, essentially Mount Crumpet, which they don't call it that, um, is really cool. It looks really, really cool. It's beautiful. Um, lighting is great. Um, a lot of the um, throwaway characters are assholes. <laughs> And um, that's kind of okay because they get what they deserve. Um, and the whole theme of this this movie too is about um, essentially forgiving yourself and forgiving somebody else. So it's um, you know about you coming in the end of of you know accepting like what happened happened and you you know you, you're. You're now accepting it, and it's okay to accept it. Um, which I think is like about the same thing that happens in actual Grinch. Because, you know, he goes to steal all the presents and whatnot, and then at the end, he you know, he gives it all back, and he, he's sorry, and everybody's like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really, really cool shit that happens in this film. Um, there's not too much I want to pick apart, because... Today is the day the movie came out, and I don't want to go into too much detail about it. If you do want to see a longer review of Dean being here and doing a full breakdown of this film, we'll do it. We'll we'll plan it for um, possibly next week and try to get it recorded um, over the weekend or something like that. Um, we have a few other things that we do need to record. Um, we might be talking tomorrow. Um, on Zoom and, and getting a big schedule listed for everything. But like I said, I wanted to keep this very, very short and sweet. I know there's been other people who uploaded really, really long reviews on this. Um, but I think the movie really speaks for itself. And um, you you need to see this to understand how much love went into this. And um, please give this movie a chance. Go get your ticket now. Um, any Regal theater that is showing it. I uh, get a ticket for you and a friend, and we're gonna treat this just like Terrifier too. We want this to, we want this to blow up, guys. We don't want to just 
leave it be and just be like, oh, Terrifier was the only one we're going to go support. No, 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 no. We got to support all these films the same way if we want to make an impact in the um, indie sphere, if we want them to have more, um, no, I guess like sunshine. You want, we want them to have a, more of a spotlight other than all these big movies that take up four or five theaters and play all day and let an indie film take up one theater and they can only play for three time slots. We don't want that to keep happening. We want to either have a good balance or get the, the Hollywood ones to go just to, go to streaming. Like, whatever, go to streaming. I mean, we want indie ones to do that one as well, but with indies being in the box office, it gives them an extra chance and an extra way to make their money back and to show that people do want to see these. So please, let's support the community. Let's share this movie. Um, let's go... Team Green, man. Team Green, let's do it. It's almost Christmas time. Um, fuck the uh the OG How to Grinch Stole Christmas. Let's watch the mean one this year. So um let's support it and let's support everybody that was in it and um let's hope that um they have better and more interesting things to um unwrap for us. I guess that's a good way of saying it. Um but, you know, thank you guys so much for the patience. And um, I know that we have released two interviews um, quite close this week, um, but they were ones that we really wanted to get out. And um, I, we we support all of the support that you guys have. We love you all. We don't take anybody for granted. And please go support this film just like you would a podcast. Go go watch it. Um, if you can't go see it, then you know, gift a ticket to somebody else. And... Um, We'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you. Go support the mean one and go let everybody know. Go let David Howard Thornton know that he is a beast. And anybody who is part of this film, if they're on social media or whatnot, go tell them that this movie is great if you've seen it. Um, secure your ticket and um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good one.